hold it. Okay, go. Today, we would like to talk about making money in your business for your business. We have Michael Hotchberg, who is a cross-cultural coach, coach from High Mountain Products, and John Wayne, who is a business coach from Achieve Your Dream, to help shed some light on this topic. Most businesses start with the intention of making money, but must fail, unfortunately. So, what is the anatomy of a money-making business? We'll ask Michael to start. Well, thanks, John. Uh, to make money in business, you have to fulfill a real need that enough people need. Everyone has heard of selling ice to Eskimos or sand to Arabs. It won't work because those resources are in abundance in those two geographical areas. However, selling water in a desert or warm clothes in a frigid climate fulfills a real need. What do you think, John? Exactly, Michael. But there's more to it than that. The price must be affordable. And more importantly, if the business owner is not suited to the product they sell, for example, the water cell breaks out in a rush when the temperature gets over 33 degrees centigrade, or the warm clothes seller starts shivering when the temperature falls below 20 degrees centigrade, you can see they won't do too well. Michael, have you anything to add? Of course, everyone knows we excel at things we like to do, and if a business owner wants to be successful, they must do something they like and excel at. But how can a business owner be matched to a product or service they sell? Any ideas, John? I'm glad you asked. Did you realize that there are lots of people in the workforce in the wrong job or calling? And that costs corporations millions of dollars in lost productivity every year. However, in small business, they don't last long. And we at Achieve Your Dreams match people's skills and find their life first purpose, often called their passion, and that goes a long way to ensuring their success. It's the same as you assisting expats settle in a, another country. Your training, expertise and experience, along with your passion to assist people, matches you perfectly for success. Okay, that sounds terrific. Uh, we have filled the need and matched a business owner to their product or service. What else? Most people are scared stiff of failure and so won't take the risk of starting their own business, regardless of how unsatisfied or unhappy they are with their current position. And those that do are often totally unprepared and so fail. We take the risk out of starting a small business by planning it getting the resources needed, and preparing people for the myriad of pitfalls they will encounter. Well, that sounds incredible. Is there anything else? Oh, yes. Several more actions are required. The next is defining and finding your market. This is probably the most important step and is often missed. For example, if you have a great interest in health and fitness and have lots of experience in fitness and weight training, you may enter the health or fitness market. Okay, sounds logical. What next? The next is being different. This is something that most first-time business owners find hard to grasp. You have to offer something different. Otherwise, you will be swamped by the larger and more 
established businesses already in the market. This is often called your target market or niche. And uh, you assist with this? Of course. This is vitally important and can't be left to chance. If the business owner doesn't know what he's looking for, how will he ever find it? Also, this target market must be large enough to sustain your business. Another consideration often overlooked. It's the same as when you started ex assisting experts. You did the research to ensure it was a viable market. Yeah, I sure did. What comes next? Now you have to market to your target market, your paying customers or clients. You could be the best fitness instructor ever born, but if no one knows you exist, you aren't going to have a thriving business. This is where all the information you researched about your target market is going to assist. This is called lead generation. A word of warning, not all businesses get leads by advertising on social media, and there are other, much less expensive ways. Okay, yes, I've heard of that. What about customer service? I've read uh, that it isn't so great in small businesses. True, Michael. Without customer service, you won't make many sales or get repeat business or referrals. Customer service starts before the owner meets the customer and continues after the sale. The last part is most important. Using this to your advantage means you can easily get contact details and then call and ask if the customer or client is satisfied with the purchase they made. Ensure you have a solid refund policy in place. Okay, sounds like good advice. What's next? Pricing and positioning in the market. The top of the market will usually belong to the best, most established supplier in the market. I would suggest picking just above the middle of the market, never the bottom. People shop on price and will always be chasing after customers. Also, it's important to know your break-even point for your business. Well, I can see how people would make mistakes in that area. Anything else? Yes, but nearly at the end. If you sell a product, you must be able to guarantee supply. If you are selling warm close to Eskimo, can you get supply in the middle of winter when the temperatures are extremely cold? Also, check minimum quantity. If the minimum quantity is $5,000, can you afford that initial investment? How long to sell that quantity and what about obsolete stock? There really are lots of things to consider. No wonder small business owners make huge mistakes. What else is there to consider? Yes, Michael. That's why so many small businesses perish in the first five years. The next thing is testing your market. Do not leave paid employment, sign long-term contracts, or invest huge amounts in websites, stationery, or other things until you complete this step. Talk to people, call people, put small, inexpensive ads in place where you think your target market will see them and see what happens. Keep working and keep testing until you have perfected your advertising and lead generation system. Then, and only then, consider transitioning away from paid employment 
and into your new business on a full-time basis. If you have the funds, at least 18 months of your personal expenses and 12 months of your business expenses, then you might consider risking leaving paid employment, but it's still a risk. Yes, I had the funds to sustain, to sustain me until my business was established. Is there more? Well done, Michael. That was proven and showed your clients that you look after their interests and concerns. Yes, just two more things. The whole process must be repeated. So you need a manual. Almost all large companies have these, but small businesses don't think they need them until they come to sell their business. And the business broker tells them that their business is worthless and bicycle couldn't function without them. We can assist in this area. That's interesting. And the last thing? We understand the difficulties that new business owners experience, especially in their first year. So we stay on to assist and encourage our clients and help ensure, uh, and help ensure success. So to sum up, to make money, use these steps. Find a real need, match the client to the need, find the client's passion or life, life purposes, take the fear away by planning, find and define the target market, find your market niche, check the market is large enough, how to market the business product or service, find affordable lead, uh, an affordable lead generation system, brush up customer service skills, assist with pricing and positioning, check supply chain, test the market, make the process repeatable, and then we stay on for at least the first year to ensure success. Well, thanks, John. That sounds both interesting and plausible. And thanks for coming in to assist small business owners. You've really covered this subject well. It was my pleasure, Michael. Could you give our customers your contact details, please? Uh, yes, uh, you can contact me at highmountainproducts at hushmail.com. And... Uh, John, would you please give our listeners uh, your contact details? Yeah, I, I can be contacted at john at ayd.net.au. Okay, thanks again, Michael. Bye. Bye, John.